0: Welcome to the podcast, Brad Davis here, your host in creating the most successful version of you. I'm a WA-based personal trainer, gym owner, business coach, and entrepreneur. My intentions for this podcast in creating the most successful version of you is to meet up with people who are creating success in their own life, whatever that means to them. On today's episode, we have Rachel Linney. Rachel is one of my beautiful coaches down at Team BDPT Basement Gym, she not only specializes in health and fitness for her clients, but she's also massive on mental health. So, listening to her journey, oh, by the way, she was born in Ireland as well. So, listening to her journey, starting from being born in Ireland all the way through getting over to Australia, some mental health stuff as well. It's a really great podcast, but please be warned there is a very strong language warning on this podcast. G'day, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited today because we have someone that talks funny on today. No, not really, we've got someone with an (laughs) awesome accent, one of my amazing trainers, Rachel Linney from Team BDPT. Rachel Linney, how are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm not going to speak as loud as you are, though. <laughs> I've got a
0: really loud voice. It's just natural. It's yeah, to... I'd
1: end up just peeking all fucking spikes, <laughs> eh? Uh, just a warning, though. I am going to swear. It's only natural for me to swear, so I'm sorry, not sorry.
0: Is that like a Irish kind of upbringing? Like, you just your first words
1: are... <laughs> My first words <laughs> popping out is just like, Fuck, I'm free!
0: <laughs> there you go. You might as well get it over in that way, eh?
1: <laughs> nah, it's just... I don't know, eh? But just I'll swear. I mean, like, if you ever listen to any of Conor McGregor's interviews, he just fucking full-on rips into it and swears and all. Sarah Fox gave fuck's given when you're from Dublin, especially South Dublin.
0: Mag- massive fan of Conor McGregor. He's... But his story as well, though, hey, like, where he's come from, he's fucking amazing. I'm going to swear that as well. He's amazing. It's all
1: right. Like he was, it was good back then. He's getting a bit cocky now. Do you know what I mean? Like I do a appreciate, <laughs> I do appreciate like every strategy he pulls and his skill set and everything and his mindset so that he puts towards it. But sometimes he can be a bit of an arrogant asshole, and he knows he can be a bit of an arrogant asshole. But do you know what I mean? He, he's a good, fo- he's a good bitch. He's a good bitch. Unique. You
0: know- <laughs> I didn't call you a bitch Conor McGregor just that was he's
1: a good watching. bitch if you want to fight me I'm home I'll, be, I'll meet you at the Black Forge <laughs> uh,
0: okay let's kick off I'm actually going to kick off I had some really good I was googling Irish jokes before just to set the mood um, so because we uh, let's face it we have a lot of funny work there's a little bit of business and professionalism but it's small, more so small just, amounts it's more so just banter and having fun with one another let's see if we can get a laugh out of taking lini. the
1: piss our yeah. names true, true fucking
0: love 110% let's see if we can get a laugh out of Linny. Linny, what's the difference between a smart Irish man and a unicorn? A smart, smart Irish man and a unicorn. Go on. Nothing. They're both fictional characters.
1: Wonderful. No Absolutely laugh. fucking no, wonderful. Okay.
0: All right, let's try this one. Just on.
1: pure insult. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what most of these are. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you call a big Irish spider? A paddy long legs.
1: A got a little one no, yeah, wait, wait. You're a Yeah, you're a one more. Please. They're so cringy. They're like dad jokes. They're fucking cringy.
0: Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Why is Ireland the fastest growing country in Europe? Because it's always Dublin. Hey, <laughs> eh?
1: eh?
0: We got a little laugh there. I'm happy
1: with that anyway. It sounds very similar to that chat line you gave me that one night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: something about Dublin. Can't something, something about Dublin. Can't Some, a something remember,
1: was like. Dublin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Linny, it's so good. Uh, we've already set the, vo- uh, the vibe, the tune for the podcast. It's going to be fun. We have massive amounts of fun in the gym. So I'm super excited to have you on today to get your story out there so people can learn about you and where you've come from. It's, a, it's an awesome story. Linny, this podcast is all about success and being the most successful version of yourself. What does success mean to you?
1: Um, to me personally, in comparison to everybody else, It just means like setting goals for yourself and implementing them goals, smashing them goals, reaching them goals, setting yourself targets to hit. Rather be like, by the end of the month, I'm gonna put five grand aside and book a holiday. That's a goal, that's success if you reach that goal. Success if you even tried, and if you fail, and you do try at least you can say you fucking tried at least you don't say oh well i didn't fucking do it you know what i mean i didn't end up getting that holiday i wanted so fucking what try again next month Mm. keep on trying till you smash that goal and then there's something for you to be fucking smiling about success success is saving buying the house you want dreaming of that house you want i want that new dyson fucking vacuum save and get that new dyson fucking vacuum live your best life success yeah is that
0: love it so setting a goal and achieving it you'd be loving our goal setting every Monday then hey
1: absolutely smashing it Mm. sometimes like I'll fall back and I'll be like right didn't get this goal this week but then I'll put it in my next week's goals and I'll smash it do you know what I mean and even then like you wake up and you say I've got so much to do today. list them put write them down because you'll just forget it throughout the day and then you'll just get drowsy and tired and you'll be like oh but if you don't you can put it over till the next day say like Oh, I better fucking get the iron out and do these sheets. Like, little things like that. Or, like, oh, I have to go and dust up around the vents or whatever. Something stupid like that that you need to get done. If you don't get it done, who cares? Open the fucking bottle of wine and celebrate the other shit you did. And then just do it tomorrow.
0: Love it. Massively love it. So, you've had some sec- success. Almost said sex, then. You've had some sex recently. I've rec- had
1: some recently. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You've had some
0: <laughs> success recently. What have you achieved?
1: Um... I've achieved in smashing out gold, uh, a goal. I bought a house.
0: Boom.
1: Yeah. So huge. Pretty, pretty happy with that. Um, still going through the settlement stage, so moving in. So cool. Soon, massive session. Everybody that's listened to this is invited. Yeah, boy. Everybody that includes like. Nobody, because they stopped listening after one force swear. <laughs> <laughs> the address
0: of Linny's house is getting mentioned at the very end of the podcast. Yeah. So you got to you got to listen the whole thing. It's forty two Carlton
1: There you go. There
0: you go. Uh, I love this. So I'm I'm. Do you know what? I'm so keen to get into your story. Take us right back to the beginning where you were born and go as deep as you want to take us. But I'm super keen to learn about you know life. Over there, so different to most of the people listening to this podcast, so hit up.
1: Yeah, it's fucking cold all the time, embrace for that. Radiators are glued to every single fucking wall. If you don't have the fire in winter, God bleed and rest your soul. <laughs> nah, I'm only resting. Um, at home, it, it is completely different. Like it's a smaller town. Um, like Mandra is quite a small town, everybody gets to know each other and everybody knows everybody's business, unfortunately, half the time. But in talking like everybody's so friendly when you get to know it, obviously you stay away from certain streets and shit like that, but you know, you don't want to get fucking stabbed. Every, every <laughs> but has everybody nice, has that. Everybody's got those nice plans. Um, I, m- I miss home. I miss home a lot. I'm here now in Australia six years. Um, I didn't think I was going to be here this long. I only came out for a year. But, you know, shit happens. I enjoy it so much. So <laughs> shit
0: happens. I'm still <laughs> in Australia. Shit <she'd> happens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: shit happens. They haven't caught me yet. <laughs> I love um, that. So it's it's been good like i've been given this great opportunity to stay in this wonderful country to meet the people that i have met to be given the opportunities that have been given such as working with you know at the basement gym with all the guys being able to like grow my own business which is so amazing and getting to reach out getting to meet a lot of people there help them out but like i think before i became personal trainer it stemmed from like always being into the sports right and for a long time i've noticed so like the sports I've done is like Taekwondo, Kempo, swimming, tennis, uh, football, Gaelic, camogie. If anybody doesn't know camogie, just Google hurling and then find the female version of it. It's fucking brutal. No way. Yeah, so I did that. Um, I think the worst injury I ever got was when I got a hurley smacked to the side of my face. Oh,
0: Didn't enjoy that?
1: I, I didn't really feel it. Hey, I just kind of <laughs> dropped. I remember, like, getting it and then dropping oh. and then waking up in the hospital. Oh, God. I had, like, fractured skull, internal bleeding. Oh, jeez. Fucked up. My speech, like, as bad as my speech is now, my speech was worse. Um, and that's on a
0: good straight in Ireland.
1: Oh, fucking hell, <laughs> It was in a nice field, open area, families, you know, kids laughing, joking. But, um, yeah, so, then, I don't know, like, I, when I came over to Australia, I noticed that, mm-hmm. I wanted to still continue with Camogie, but most of the teams were north of the river and they were like an hour's drive to do an hour's train session an hour back. And yeah. you know, it was just not worth my effort or time. Yeah. So for a long time that in the Peel region, I wanted to set up a GAA club for the Irish that are in the Peel region, Rockingham, Wellard, all the way fucking down to Mandra, down there towards, I don't know, like, Clifton, like, all those, like, over in Jara, I just wanted them to have that one facility, and I wanted to run it, so I wanted to do, like, sports management for a really long time, so I said, right, right, I'll start off doing personal training, start doing, like, um, kids education within sport and fitness, uh, older generation within sports and fitness, and then I just ended up focusing on personal training for a long time, then I started, s- slowly start building into nutrition and the aspects it has on your body, and then I just stuck with the personal training. Hopefully. After a, a while, after I become a more experienced personal trainer, I'll be able to overrun a GA club in the Peel region. And But like I've looked into it. It's just so expensive. Yeah. Insurance policy-wise. Yeah. I can rent it out the fields, important equipment. It's so expensive. But it's like a 10-year goal for me.
0: Yeah. I love that mindset that you have in having an idea and actually like moving forward with it, and you actually believe. Like I truly believe when I listen to you that it's going to happen because of the amount of sureness that you have in yourself, and, and I can hear that in your voice when you talk. And that that's about that situation, but it happens with a lot of other things as well. And I've been fortunate enough to connect with you over in terms of business and what you believe in, in, in your message in which you want to get out there, uh, which we'll probably tuck into a little bit later. But I don't know tell us a little bit more about um, what I wanted to find out and and kind of intrigue the audience on is is growing up in Ireland like how different is it what what is it all about understanding you you're into sport and all that stuff but how, what was schooling like what were you like as a as a younger version of Rachel Minnie
1: Oh I was a little shit eh? Well
0: yeah <laughs> Here was, we go was, This is like, what I wanted to get into I was
1: such a little shit I <laughs> was like I was I was okay for a little while and I was like you know daddy's little girl and stuff like that and then coming into my teen years i was just like fuck you da <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna cause more i'm gonna go out with fellas you don't even like just the purposely so fucking piss you off <laughs>
0: that's it's so surprising now because you're you're so i mean you love to banter but you're so respectful and got a heart of gold at the same time then,
1: like me and my dad are closer than me and my mom i don't yep. know what it is i think i'm still continuously daddy's little girl but i would literally fucking do anything for that man. Like if he said he needed me home, I'd be gone. Mm. Next day, gone. See you later. Dad needs me. Bye. But um growing up like within the schooling system mm. it's it's so um how do I put this nicely? Is it strict? It's so fucking Catholic. Right. It's so Catholic. Your tie has to be at a certain yeah. length. Yeah. Your skirt needs to be down towards like between your knees and your shins. Your, your socks have to be over your knees. You cannot show any bit of skin. Like, mm. over the years, they started, like, being more lenient. But if you disobeyed in any uniform way or spoke out of turn, you'd get the ruler to the back of the hand. Mm. It used to be, like, a belt. You used to get belted. Then it became a ruler. And then they brought, like, parents started <clears> stepping in, started bringing in laws that nuns couldn't do it. All of our schools were run by fucking nuns. Yep. So you can only imagine, like, every fucking morning was a prayer before class started, mm. a prayer after the first three classes, a prayer after your lunch. Prayer, fucking this and that. Most Irish girls, I reckon about ninety-five percent of us can do Irish dancing. Not gonna lie, it was forced amongst us. <laughs> the fucking curls, the fucking highway skirts where you're up on a stage and you're kicking your legs up, knickers on show, and the judges are down below watching like the fucking best lads that are like living their life. Um, it was really good. You were forced to do after-school sports. You had after-school study coming up. Forced. Too. Forced, like you needed to pick a sport, or else you were just you were just not a friend to the fucking nuns, eh? Wow. It was shocking. Um, It was good, like yeah. most of us got away with it, uh, but there was, there was multiple different kind of sports that you could choose, so we were pretty blessed in that situation, but I think that's why we grew up with both so sports and orientated. Mm. And I was a little tomboy, so I literally lived for doing all these kind of sports. Yeah. But then you have like your school teams outside, and I'm not even joking, man. I would find so much joy playing J A. Like I would go in full on swinging my hurl, fucking tearing the helmet off some cunt that would hit me. <laughs> I'd be like, "You fucking slut!" And I'd be like, full on rage, you know. Um, but like the school system, like it, it was very, very Catholic, very certain way. Like if you did something outside of like your Catholic beliefs, you were chastised, mm. like some first.
0: yeah i'm not surprised to hear that because my mum i'm not even sure if you know this my mum is irish she was born in belfast
1: oh nice so she's actually english
0: Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> I've got no idea. So she, she was telling us about stories about exactly what you were saying about like the schooling being super strict about the uniforms. I've heard that before. Yeah. About the nuns. So yeah, but I bet you there's a lot of people out there that are probably uh, quite appreciative of uh, of growing up in Australia after hearing that. Not not talking down on it, but it's just, it's so different. And I guess... You know, we we appreciate our freedom as well. And
1: but we... but in saying that, like I'm I'm still grateful for how I was brought up and like the oh, way, I, the way yeah. I was taught because yeah. um, it shaped me to be who I am. Yeah. To be much more more rounded, more respected towards others. Yeah. To be more kind, compassionate. To be more understanding of everyone's kind of religious beliefs. Yeah. And because I grew up in such a strict religious belief system, um, like. You have to do your christening, your communion, your confirmation. Everything needs to be done by church. You have to go to church on Easter Sunday, Christmas morning. Like, these are just things that you have to do. And so, breaking away from that when you grow older and you're not as into your religious beliefs as what you were forced into when you were younger, it is hard at the start. But then it just becomes comes easier. Like, over here, I don't even know if they do communion and confirmation <clears throat> in certain schools. So, if I was to ever have kids, how do I stick with
0: yeah, right,
1: my kind of religious beliefs? Yeah background mm. in that way and sense because it's still embedded into my school that if they're not christened they're going to hell yeah do you know what i mean yeah so that's how
0: you grew up hey that's how yeah. i grew
1: up that if they weren't christened they weren't accepted into yeah. the land of god and bullshit like that even though i know it's fucking bullshit but it's still like one of those things that I still want my child to be christened. Yeah. Just in the back of my mind, the fucking fear of when I'm 75, like praying on my knees. I'm like, I'm sorry I didn't get that little shit christened. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: because it means something to you and that, and that totally makes sense. Yeah, totally so it's sense. just
1: those little kind of fucking things.
0: Well, that's freaking awesome. And I, I could personally sit here and, and ask you questions about your upbringing um, all day. And, and I love stuff like that. I find it really interesting that it's just a different way of life. Just such a different way of life to what how I was brought up a... Hey? There's no, there's
1: no chance of going back to Ireland though. There's like no chance. Like they live in accommodation, like any Irish person will tell you, there is, there's nothing back home for any of us now that we've all emigrated. Like we have to rejoin like tax systems. There is no way of us having credit history to even buy a house. Half the house over there are like three bedrooms. They're all attached housing. They're just not even in the city or nothing like that. Not by the beach center. Still like half a mil and you need to have 30% deposit. Wow. So there's nothing, and the wage is like 10 euro per hour, which is about $15, $16. That doesn't make sense. There is no chance of trying to build a life for yourself, and that's why so many people are just emigrating to Australia, to Canada, to America, to Europe, to anywhere else. It's just shocking the way that they're looking after all of us. So even though I miss home and I'd love to go back home, there's nothing there because i'll just be caught co- sink into a depression mm. because i'll just be at the age of 31 living with my mum and dad because i can't afford to live alone yeah it.
0: and still saving up for that house hey, where you need still saving up like yeah. rental
1: systems like my sister lives in a little cottage on the north side of the city and she's doing really well for herself and she has a full-time job and her partner has a trade and they're really doing well but their rent is nearly like two grand a month for a little two-bedroom cottage
0: probably a week yeah well wow.
1: do you know what i mean full on like, And then my house that I've just bought is four by two, right by the fucking beach. And it's not even two, grand. And it's kind of like, I'm sorry, what's happening? Ha- yeah. And I'm like, what's happening now? You know what I mean? So it's just ridiculous.
0: So, such a different way of life. Well, we're definitely happy to have you at, at Team BDPT. You've been um, a lot of fun since you've come on board, a lot of fun. And just watching you grow as well and getting your message out there, which is something we'll touch on now, getting your message out there. Um, about what you truly believe in. And I know you're so passionate about it because you've experienced things like that in your upbringing. So let's touch into that now. I guess the, the way I'll ask this, I'll say I'll relate it to your fitness business. And, in you know, what what do you, what are your beliefs in, in fitness? And then what do you like to kind of teach and guide your clients about? It's not just fitness, is it? It's, it's something else. There's another, another uh, paramount of importance with yeah. that message.
1: Yeah, so, like, not only do I want people to be living fitter and healthier lifestyles through, like, exercise and good nutrition and stuff like that, I'm never going to say, oh, you need to follow a certain guide of nutrition, like, if you want that, just last slice of pizza, have the fucking last slice of pizza, you know yeah. what I mean, because you'll end up just crashing and burning anyway on any nutrition diet if yeah. you just deprive yourself. With exercise, if you you miss like a day or two in the gym, don't worry about it. Still smash out your steps target. You're still getting some form of exercise. Don't feel like, oh, I'm back to basics. I have to start all over again. No, just continue on. eh? That's one thing I want people to understand is that even if you didn't go to the gym for like two or three days, like I often don't go to the gym for two or three days, I fucking work there. Doesn't mean I I exercise all Mm. day, every day. It means I have to make time to do those little things. But another one that I i really focus on is probably mental health like a lot of people will suffer with anxiety depression any other form of mental health and they find that as like an obstacle they need to overcome which is which is like i can understand because i suffer with anxiety i did suffer with depression for a certain amount of time in my life before i came out of australia six months i probably just stayed in bed and drank a lot of alcohol because I didn't see this bottomless black hole that I was gonna get out of. I would cry for no reason at all. I'd go up, walk around and go back to bed because there was nothing to redo. Mm. So like, I come from those kind of <clears throat> issues where I've grown and I know how to not allow myself to sink back into. And it is hard, every day is a fucking battle. Like I'll wake up one day and my anxiety be just at me. Or I'll have a great day and I'll go to bed and then my anxiety is at me. And then mm. I'm awake for four hours at night thinking of all the worst case scenarios that can happen in my life, even though they won't, thinking, oh, that person didn't text me today, what have I done? And then overthinking about it, thinking I'm a bad friend, thinking I've done this, thinking I've done that. And then like with anxiety as well, it's like I'm going into the gym, people are going to judge me if I'm lifting something wrong. And especially being a personal trainer because people are going to look at you and say, all right, whole form is doing this. That's why I do it. But then I'm like, they start copying me. Am I actually doing it correctly? But that's just my anxiety. I'm confident in myself. I know my fucking shit. So it's, like, it's one of those obstacles that everybody overcomes at one point in their life. And I just want to help those that have anxiety, that are suffering with depression. Realize that not only will medication and talking to a professional help you, but exercise, nutrition, coming into the gym, and even chatting with me while we exercise, that will help you. I will promise to give you a laugh, kicking ass, like enjoying your exercise, not just going in and finding it as a chore or task. But enjoying it where you're leaving with the endorphins fueling through your body, absolute smiles on our both our faces because we both know we've just had a good session.
0: So powerful. And, and for that reason alone is I, I feel that's why you're going to do so well in the fitness industry. You're still, you know, at that kind of, at the starting point I feel with the, with the fitness industry in terms of, you know what you want to do and you're confident in your abilities and you're you're well educated and you know how to help people, you know how to get results, but you've got this really refreshing mindset and, and everything that you just talked about, you tie it into one kind of one system, if you will, one method, and then move forward with it. And your clients do they love you. Your clients love you. It's a really great way of appealing to the general pop, hey, you you just want to help out the the biggest pool of people um, and just let them know that it's okay. It's okay if you missed a a workout. It's okay if you missed that perfect nutrition for the whole week. Think about the shit that you you got right. Focus on your wins, you know, and I I feel that mentality alone, that will help a lot of people, you know, just being okay with missing out and and not crashing and burning because you got one thing wrong. And then in terms of the mental health stuff, um, you know, your videos are fantastic. Actually, just while we're talking about your videos, social media, how do people watch these videos on social media? What's your Facebook? Um,
1: my Facebook's Rachel Linnian Personal Trainer. And your Insta? At Linus underscore fitness.
0: At Linus underscore fitness. If you guys want to add Linian and struggle finding her, reach out, reach out to me, comment on the podcast and I'll be more than happy to share. Because your videos entail about what you're doing at the moment. It's just reaching out, To you know anyone watching your audience, and just letting them know, yeah, you know your stuff about fitness, but it's all about mental health, and you want to have that that additional layer on your business that any other personal trainer works on.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, if if on my videos, like, I could be all technical and start discussing like different muscle groups and the benefits in different muscle groups and all this bullshit, blah blah blah. But not a lot of people are gonna understand it. So I just like break it down so everybody can understand. And also, you know, it entices them because it entertains them. Because when people search on, like, social media, they'll see a video and they're, like, listening for, like, 30 seconds, 20 seconds, 10 seconds, whatever. And it's not enticing. They're just, like, going to move past it, if you get what I mean. So, in regards to that, um, people want to watch entertain shit. The only reason they go on looking for videos is for entertainment purposes, not for informational fucking knowledge. And, or don't want a to or very smart.
0: small percentage of people go on there for educational stuff. So you're right, you're fishing in the biggest pool where the vast majority of people, they just want to be entertained. Mm. They just want to have a laugh. They just want to enjoy what they do, hey.
1: And walk away from it, knowing a little bit more. Yeah. So it's benefit, and I'm not, on my videos, I'm not going for four to five minutes. I'm only going for like a minute or two. Just quick, short. There's a lot of squaring, but I don't fucking care. Do you know what I mean? That's just who I am. I just fucking swear all the time. Yeah,
0: and I feel you want people that uh, can relate to you, and and you want true followers, right? You don't want people that are kind of half on the fence, and if if they get easily offended by a swear word, then it, you're not really staying true to yourself because that's how you talk. That's how you've you've gone from A to B, and that's where you are right now in life because you've been yourself. Yeah. So you just want to stay true to yourself. And that's
1: another thing like in regards to mental health, people are either going to accept you as you or not going to accept you. There's going to be people that love you, and there's going to be people that hate yeah. you. Don't focus on the people that hate you because they come and go. The people that love you are going to be the ones that are golden above being beyond for you. So just stay true.
0: Yep. And the people that hate you a lot of the time, it's actually stuff in their own head. It's actually stuff that's going on in their lives. And sometimes they're just pointing finger because they just want to pass on that. And they're probably just
1: jealous that you're able to move on and succeed with such mental issues, such anxiety, such like overpowering kind of things that, you know, they're just fucking jealous.
0: Yeah. So yeah, focus on the positives and, and have positive people around you, you know, and stay true to yourself. 100%. I love it. So powerful, man. So powerful. So Linny, I guess like if you had a message out there for people that are currently going through anxiety, depression, any other form of mental health stuff, they, they I don't know, they don't know what to do. What, what would you kind of, what info or what message would you want to give to those crew?
1: Reach out, don't be ashamed of it, don't don't like sit back and be like oh nobody's going to accept me, I know it's hard and I know you feel like you're a burden to other people when you try and talk about your depression or your anxiety, you're not a burden and I definitely don't think you are a burden, I think that you are the most strong powerful individual you can be when you accept that you need help. Yeah. Do not be afraid to reach out. If you feel like medication might be the one to help you, then go for it. Don't be ashamed of it. If you feel like exercise is the one, then reach out to me. I am happy to fucking help you. Remember your support system. I have got so much support surrounding me within the last year than I used to have in ever in my life. Like, I've got family and friends, but... My partner is the biggest support. My, my closest friends, Jazz, Molly, they're all such big support systems. All the girls I have from home support systems. And because of that, I was able to grow a business, meet this amazing team and buy a house. So just remember that you are not alone and that there are people that are willing to support you. Just hold out your hand and let them touch you.
0: That success right there, listening to that statement, when you've gone through, things have been against you, life happens, Yeah. life happens, right? Things don't always work out your way, we sometimes whether we're, the, we're our, uh, our own worst enemies as well and we create all this stuff about in our head and what what you've just explained there is you know you've moved yourself over the other side of the world and you've just created a successful business for yourself in an industry that you want to be in if you're passionate in and then you've gone as far as buying your own first house as well and that's that success right there when the odds are stacked against you yeah you know 100%. so that's that's so good lenny so so good So, legend, um, I guess one thing I want to comment there is like when you were saying reach out, I was actually listening to the James Smith podcast this morning and and the quote that I heard was um, a problem shared is a problem halved. Hey, because if you share a problem or if you just share something that you need to talk about...
1: you got another set of eyes to help you out.
0: Yeah, 110%. And just talking about it and just releasing it,
1: hey? I have to say, like, James Smith is definitely one of my biggest inspiration because he just calls out so much bullshit <laughs> within the fitness industry. And he just gives no flying fucks, eh? I'm like, mate, I ain't going to shake your hand one day and just leave. Like, <laughs> oogly eyes proper oogly eyes and be drooling yeah. the whole homer simpson over Donald's situation <laughs> i'm just gonna be like oh. so i
0: was lucky enough to shake james smith's hand when was it two sundays oh, ago you. and he <laughs> is amazing man the way he talks very similar to you he just doesn't care he swears he says what's on his mind and what that does is it creates a following that are true to him you know like if they get offended by swearing they're not going to follow him but his message He's just so powerful and he's super well educated. And I think that's you're why like, there's
1: a lot of respect for him as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. You're like the female version of James Smith.
1: One can only fucking dream.
0: <laughs> so cool. So cool <clears throat> man. Major turning points along the way. This this you could relate this to your personal life, your upbringing, your business, something's happened recently. What's a what's a major turning point that you've been like it's hit ya, right? And you're like, oh fuck, how am I gonna get over this? And then you've kind of got over it.
1: Oh, 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 um, staying in Australia has definitely been a massive, massive downfall task that's affected me, uh, that's been a major turning point because I'm like I cannot progress any further if I do not know like my status, and I think a lot of us that have emigrated to Australia go through that. Do you know what I mean? There's so much paperwork, so much payments, there's so much waiting. Like I have to wait like what nineteen months for my residency. Jesus. So every day it was like. Are they going to say, yeah, nah, fuck you, we don't even like you, get out of the country. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like one of those things. So once you you hear that you've been accepted and you hear that like you're able to make yourself a life, you fucking go and you take it. And as soon as you're given the opportunity, you grab it by the balls yeah. and just run with it. So yeah. I guess like major turning point. And then obviously getting out of like toxic relationships for others and moving past and being finally treated like the way you deserve to be treated like I said like I'm pretty lucky that I've got someone that supports me so much yeah. immensely like yeah. believes in everything every decision I make 100% behind yeah. me and I think like once again coming back to the support system having that for any turning point in anyone's life regardless if it's minor or major just like having that to always be behind you
0: yeah 110% yeah, and missing your family you're so family oriented you're always talking about your family and, and you're really looking forward to a trip at the end of the year how hey, you go back there And
1: if I start talking about my family I'll probably just fucking cry and nobody <laughs> wants to hear well, an Irish woman cry <laughs> I think
0: that that shows your personality and, and I know we've got banter and I know we call each other names and we have all sorts of fun at work but there's this real soft side as well that you know I, I feel that that is why your clients love you as well because you have that softness and you can really listen and you're super compassionate when you need to be and when you want to be and and people love that man it's so raw and people love it so it's a great quality and uh, don't change a thing Linny do Mm. not change a thing you're awesome the way you are
1: and people need to understand like with different um, like people they come across that have emigrated just think that you're pretty lucky you get to have family dinner every Sunday do you get to just pop around the corner see your mum or your dad or go to lunch with your sisters I don't have that Mm. so it is it is hard and especially like when I am sitting at home, and I'm alone, I've gotten all of my shit that I need to get done. I literally just wanna to go to the pub and have a pint with my dad. I just wanna go and bake a cake with my sister. My sister is on the spectrum, um, which is another part like mental health, but she is everything to me. So I can, I kind of relate in that sense with my compassion and my patience and everything, which also benefits me in personal training, being a personal trainer and stuff like that. So yeah. Just be grateful for what you, what you do have and what you like. Don't overthink the things that you don't have because yep. a lot of us don't have the luxuries of things that you do. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It probably just does. makes sense, eh? No, 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 it, it really <laughs>
0: does. And, and kind of something that I just want to summarize, I guess, uh, your view on this would be like when you do hit resistance, because let's face it, you've come against your fair share already at yeah. the tender age of how old are you now? 16, 17? <laughs> so Just as
1: bad as your fucking Dublin yeah, chat. Yeah, of I like it.
0: I like it. So you you've come against your fair share of resistance, and I guess what well, the question that I want to ask is: What do you do? What do you do to get over that resistance? How have you done it
1: in regards to missing family or
0: any form of resistance, any mental health stuff that you faced when you were talking about, you know, you were in bed for, for six months and you just, there's nothing to do. So you, you, you were crying, you were upset, you were depressed. How did you get out of that? What did you do?
1: Oh, uh, I booked a one way ticket to Australia.
0: So you took action and yeah, and it yeah. gave
1: me something to do. So, um, so when I was depressed, I got so badly depressed that I suffered a bit of TA. So I don't know if a TA is what you know what it is. Is a minor stroke okay, so I had a minor stroke, wow. um, in 2014, January Shoot. 2014. I was in hospital for a while, had to do physiotherapy for a long time. Um, so yeah, not a lot of people really know that. Oh,
0: I had no idea about that actually.
1: Yeah, I told wow. you everything's coming out of the works now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so once I realized that my depression got me so bad that I got ill, that my like I burst a brain cell vessel on the left side of my temporal area and Lost mobility in my right side, and um, once I regained my strength, I booked a one-way ticket to Australia, and I said, "This is not the life that I need to be living right now." Yeah. So that was my, that was the resistance that I overcame. The resistance yeah. of like, I got so bad that, I, like, got really fucking ill. So I moved past that. Um, other resistance like when it comes to family, when I'm missing home, I just ring. I just ring home. I ring the girls at home. I chat to them for like an hour or two. I feel a little bit better. I'm still a bit down. But I'm feeling a lot better than what I was. Um, when my anxiety is at me. There's not really a lot that anybody can do. Because it's one of those things that. Even though people are trying to help you. And I know that I say this. That I want to help. It's only something you can do. To get yourself out of it. So I'll allow myself to feel shitty for like an hour. And question myself. And question my worth. But then i'll move i'll move on and be like nah because this week i did this and i helped this person this week and then i'll message someone and then i'll chat and take my mind away from it or i'll just talk to someone that i know will help me over it or i'll listen to a song that usually helps me over yeah, cool. um but yeah and then i'll just most of the time i end up just going to the gym actually and just exercising and that makes me feel empowering and then the anxiety yeah. fucks off
0: yeah so I'm hearing a lot of action taken. Hey, you just take it upon yourself to actually do something about it because you're the only person that is in control of your mind, your thoughts, what you do, what you say, what you feel, what you think, mm. right? So what you do is you just get up and you just take action. You book the ticket. You call home when you miss them. You do this. You do that. So I, I feel that you know the message that that I feel that the listeners can get out of this potentially is you know take action. Don't sit in a in a seat where you're unhappy. Like do something about it. Hey,
1: but don't force yourself to get up and do something about it. Like take your time, realize when your moment arises, then grab it. My moment arise when I got so bad and I ended up having a stroke. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When I lost my speech. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When I had the physiotherapy, that's when I realized I hit rock bottom yeah, and yeah. that I needed to do that's something about it. Powerful, Not in the whole months that I laid in bed and cried. Mm. It was more so when something happened when that something I realized happens. something yeah. needs to change.
0: Yeah. Yeah, super powerful, super powerful. Future endeavors. let us Let's go to the future what what do you see yourself what do you envision yourself obviously there's gonna be a massive party very soon at your house what fact, what like i you... said everybody listening <laughs> is invited
1: if you're still there
0: <laughs> what, what else have you got a vision for yourself in the future can um, be personal can be business
1: personal family i'm hoping by the end of next year i'm like either looking at having kids or discussing having kids yeah. or something about having kids awesome i'm hoping by the end of next month i have move into the house fully i'm hoping by the end of the next six months I have about five dogs adopted.
0: Can you call <laughs> just your running kid in Brad? the back
1: garden. What?
0: Can you call your kid Brad? Out of, you know, your main inspiration?
1: Well just um maybe like a nickname that only you can call them. Okay, let's right. <laughs> maybe
0: a dog? Maybe you're called dog Brad. Something, how about something, I get how about I get
1: a fucking fish?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, how happy
1: are with we, Bradley? Need to be fed again? Yeah, bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm happy with that.
1: Um and then probably next ten years I really do wanna open up the only Peel Region GA
0: club do do it I really do
1: do, I fucking do I want all the Irish families that got to grow up all the Irish sports and that kind of heritage and throw it to their kids even if their kids are growing up in Australia in Australian schools like with Australian friends I still want them to have that access to their heritage and play the sports that their parents played
0: and then on the, on the top of that, like I obviously was born in Australia and grew up in Australia, but I'm super interested because my mum come from there, right? Yeah. So it's, it's appealing to more people than, than pos- like we possibly think at the moment.
1: Yeah. So hundred percent, I want to do that. Just like financially, it'll take a while to get there, but. By the time I'm 40, I'm hoping to be that successful woman that just, like, has her name or face or someone, a statue in the middle of a field. I'm just there, like, <laughs> Superman posing. I'm just, like, fucking winning.
0: Well, you've only got, what, two years? You're 38 at the moment, are you?
1: Oh, yeah, about, like, 16 months.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Okay, final tips. We're going to wrap this podcast up. Final tips for the listeners. What, well, like, final message or tips or whatever you want to finish the podcast on?
1: Um. Right, so I'm a realist. Okay, so I will not be like, Oh, I have to go tomorrow, I have to go and do a session, but then I also want that glass of wine. Have the glass of fucking wine. Have the bottle of wine. Don't like feel like you're not allowed to have these little things, these little luxuries in life, because many people don't aren't able to have these luxuries. So if you want that glass of wine, have the fucking glass of wine. Don't feel like you're on a strict nutrition diet that you're like, you're not you're not preparing for comp. If you are preparing for comp, don't fucking have the pizza. But if you're not prepared, like preparing yourself for like a competition or a fitness expo or something like that, have the last slice of pizza. Like you've only got one life. Don't restrict. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, it, enjoy enjoy it. Live life. your best life. I think that's what like my clients love about me as well is that I'm a realist. Yeah. Like I will literally have leftover fajitas for breakfast, and then I'll crack and finish my day at five o'clock, and I'm already in Dan Murphy's by myself with fucking carton of cider. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I fucking killed it today. Whoop whoop. Do yeah. You know what I mean. So like, what I'm saying is. Live each day as if it's your last. Don't worry about all the little things in life because they will fall into place. Also, money comes and goes. If you're in a job you hate, leave the fucking job. Do you know what I mean? If you have the savings to support yourself, obviously, don't leave yourself fucked.
0: And there's no shops in heaven, eh? Oh,
1: well, that's really it. Do you know what (laughs) I mean? You just kind of click your fingers and the angels start bringing you whatever you (laughs) want. (laughs)
0: Uh, but just grab each
1: day as if it's the last don't feel shitty about something don't let anyone take you down if you're in a great mood don't let another person destroy your mood live your fucking best life reach out and it's okay to not be okay
0: that is success right there all of that last little wrap up that is success i love it lenny thank you so much high up, boom thanks guys there you have it thanks for listening i hope you got something out of today's episode Guys, if you want to reach out to me on social media, my Facebook is Brad Davis Personal Trainer. My Instagram is Brad Davis PT, one word. Please like, share the podcast with your friends. Leave us comments what you liked, what you didn't like, so we can always move forward, grow, and get better. See you next time, guys. And always remember to stay successful.